At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com. McDonald's presents Burger Reviews by Hamburglar. Today's review, the hotter, juicier, classic burgers. Hamburglar, the time is yours. Bravo, bravo. He said, these are McDonald's best burgers ever. And then, can I keep them? And then he just grabbed them and ran away. Brabble. Now get a Big Mac or double cheeseburger for two bucks in the app. Limited time only at participating McDonald's. Valid one time per day. Must opt into rewards. Visit McD app for details. Available at most restaurants in this area. Comparison of McDonald's classic burgers to prior burgers. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It is Bark coming at you with a uh, another edition of the Back Row Show. So I'm going to update you guys on some things and also find a way to figure out exactly how I want to do the rest of this show in the future. I have seriously rebranded and tried to think outside the box and and just do different things. And I, I think it's time to pay a little more attention to this show and maybe get back some of its mojo. Hopefully I can get arms back in here sometimes. I would like to get the band back together, so to speak to be in the podcast studio and have a good time and have a good time for not just us, but for the sake of this show, which looking back, I, I really sometimes wish that I still was into football. I'm just not anymore, but I, man, those episodes were a lot of fun when it was me and arms and Neo and Hux and Lambert and Niddle. So, you know, there's a nice rotation of people that would be in and out of the podcast studio, which is, I say that and it feels weird to say that, but it really is a podcast studio. It is a building made into a podcast studio, but we would have a really good time. And I miss those good times. Granted, I can't have those good times as often. There was a point in time where we were recording at six o'clock in the morning for one episode of the week. And then we would get together at like, you know, nine o'clock PM for the other episodes of the, you know, podcast. So we would, we do two episodes a week, 6 AM and like eight or 9 PM. The 6 AM episodes were fucking terrible. I mean, nobody was feeling it. Nobody felt good about what we were doing for the most part. We were sleepy eyed. Thankfully, Niddle brought some coffee most of the time. It worked out, but it was, it was hard. It didn't last very long. But man, it was still fun. It was fun working towards a goal, which ultimately we never got to. I feel like we jumped into the fantasy football podcast space a little too late. But there was already great shows like the fantasy footballers. And uh, you know what? I'm going to be a little transparent too. Like I think those guys do a really good job. I also think being first to market is very important. And I feel like we, we really... I don't feel like we were far off of that because we started talking IDP in a three person in-house format, probably before anyone else, at least entertainingly before anyone else. I do have a lot of confidence in what we did as far as putting on an entertaining show. Were we the best analysis? I don't know. 
I mean, we, we had our hits and misses. Darius Leonard, who's now Shaquille Leonard, that was a pretty big hit. We we really pushed everybody to grab him. It's not working out as much these days because he's kind of in and out of the lineup with injuries. But it was, uh, you know, there were moments where we felt like we had some wins and it was a lot of fun. And I do miss those times. I And again, back to the point, some days I wish that I was still really into fantasy football. That, that way maybe post-pandemic, maybe we could have all got back together and back up and going. But we've all had a lot of hardships over the past year and a half or two, and it's not just pandemic stuff. So we, we've all had full plates in one way or the other, some more so than other others. But uh, so I don't I don't know if we would have ended up back in the studio and doing the same things that we were doing or not. It's possible. But, you know, me and arms have, have definitely expressed a want and desire to do some reaction videos. We used to do that before and after each uh, podcast recording. We would we would listen to some music, react to it, throw it on YouTube and, and let people tear us to shreds. That seems like something that could possibly happen in the future. I don't, I don't know. Maybe. It's hard to tell. We've talked about these things on and off again for a long time. Hello, car. And uh, we just never seem to get it going. Maybe we can change that. Maybe we can get something going. I need to get something going. I missed the, you know, multiple people in person format because it, it creates fun. Doing remote podcasts over the internet is fine, but that same level of fun just does not exist there. There's just, there's a disconnect and the disconnect is, you know, you're doing everything online, not in person. So hopefully we can get that up and going. I, the back row bitching show is just kind of a on the fly thing. I was like, man, I bitch a lot. I like to complain a lot. Let's brand it as this, do this, da, 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 da. But I really would like it to be more open-ended. So uh, maybe on some podcast players, when this releases, it'll reflect the changes I've made. Some it won't, but I'm going back to and sticking to the simple, the back row show moniker. That's open-ended enough. It leaves me open to complain about shit that I want to complain about or to get with arms or, you know, some of those guys and talk about sports or entertainment or anything like that. But I definitely feel like the show is at its best. Whenever there is some of the, the OG hosts, me and me and some of the guys that were there in the beginning, all of them, anybody that's been on an episode of the back row fantasy show, that's what I mean. I would love to get the band back together in in the studio, but I just don't have it in me for it to be a fantasy football podcast. The, the legwork and the analytics and, and you got to watch the shit. And I honestly don't watch it. I'm still a Dolphins fan. I'll always be a Dolphins fan, but I have become the typical highlights guy. Like I, I get up every Monday, I come to work, and one of the first things I do is I watch the long-form highlights of the Dolphins game, the 10 or 15-minute version of the Dolphins game. And that's plenty good enough for me. I don't even know most of the time if they won or lost. So I treat that as my watching because life is so busy three plus hours of football. And that's just one game, you know, like most of you out there, I used to sit and watch all day and night Sunday. And depending on how my team did that day ended up me being happily going to bed or going to bed pissed off. And that wasn't fun. Even being an Ohio state fan back in the day, which I was hardcore, hardcore. I, you know, they 
that team had the power to ruin my day. And uh, as I've gotten older and wiser, supposedly, I have realized that I don't like something that's out of my control having control over my day. I can't control anything about the Dolphins or the Buckeyes or the Cleveland Cavs, but they certainly used to be able to control my mood. And I, I can't, yeah, I just can't let that happen anymore. Like my kids now control my mood. Like they're the ones that dictate whether I'm going to be in a good mood or a bad mood. So I tend to just roll with them and let sports kind of be a thing of the past. I'm always going to check scores and stuff like that, but to let it affect me in the way that it used to, I just can't do it. And I have to say, uh, swearing off fantasy football, this is going to be painful to hear, but has been one of the best things I've done in years. I To, to actually be able to enjoy the, the aspects of football, which I give myself the time to enjoy, which isn't much, but it, it's nice. And then to not be stressed out or giving a shit at all about what a player's doing, you know, and, and I would have been stressed out this year. Like years prior, the, the past couple of years prior, it was like, you know, I wanted my Michael Pittman shares, my Kyle Pitt shares, a lot of pits. Uh, you know, there, there's a lot of guys that I, I sold off to, uh, which would have been a mistake this year. Uh, you know, multiple other guys, uh, oh shit. Cam Akers. I loved Cam Akers. That, that would have killed me this year. If I would have gotten, gotten a bunch of Cam Akers shares, that would have been a terrible idea. You know, there, there's a lot of guys that just aren't performing the way that you want them to perform. And there's a lot of, uh, obscurity in the stat lines this year. I mean, Geno Smith, who, the, who, who the hell saw that coming? You know, no one don't say that you did no one, but I can't. I can't believe that I, the the bullet I dodged by quitting this year. I I would have been miserable. I was miserable setting my lineups the past year or two, and I don't mean just a little bit miserable. I was like, you know, if Saturday evening came and and or Sunday morning, and I knew I had not done anything to my teams, like I let out that sigh and that grumbling, fuck, like fuck. I don't want to. I don't even want to fuck with this. This sucks. I, I don't want to mess with this at all. And a lot of my friends have, have really cut down like Denny, Den Carter, the King. He cut, he cut down to like one or two leagues. Arms cut down to one or two leagues. I believe Hux cut down to one or two leagues. I believe, uh, Lambert maybe cut down to a handful of leagues. A lot of people in my life anyways, are, are kind of past that prime moment of fantasy football. A lot of people can't let it go or don't want to let it go. I knew this year I was so ready to let that shit go. And I didn't know if I would have any regrets or not. My plan was I'm going to let this go and then see how I feel in 2023. And I'm here to tell you now, I feel the same way. I'm done. I'm still done. Maybe eventually, maybe I want to dabble a little bit, but I doubt it. I've really enjoyed the free time that I have from leaving fantasy football. I I have enjoyed it immensely and it's kind of crazy. Now, granted a lot of what I do now is the reason that I think I got bored with fantasy football because 
I do a lot of audio gear stuff. I do the channel on YouTube, Obscure Mics, which is getting ready to hit 5,000 subscribers, which is small time, but it's really exciting to me. And the income from that is starting to swell and get swollen and throb. You know where I'm going with this. The, the income from my creative endeavors, podcast-wise, video-wise, YouTube-wise, like that's starting to become somewhat significant, which leads me to my next talking point, which is another reason I want to revamp this show a little bit, is I really am pushing, and, and it's always been the plan. When we started the Fantasy Football Podcast, the plan was, can we somehow turn this into a career? Ultimately, the answer to that was a no. Maybe we could have if the pandemic and certain circumstances wouldn't have played out. But then at the same time, I think I still would have gotten burnt out on fantasy football. And then if I made a career out of it, I'm stuck because I would have left my job. That would have been my income was football. So then I'm in misery all over again. And the reason I wanted to, to try to become a creative force that, you know, their career is based off audio based productions was because I was miserable. So that, that just would not have helped me at all. So I think it's good that it turned out the way that it did, you know, to the, you know, to the dist, uh, I can't think of the word I'm trying to say, but no, no benefit to the folks that love the back row fantasy show. I guess I know there were some hardcore fans, my buddy Michael Bauer being one of them. But man, go check out Dynasty Rewind stuff on YouTube. They are doing a phenomenal job of pumping out content, uh, you know, fantasy football-related stuff. It's it's really good, really well done. Their YouTube channel's blowing up. Like, I swear Bauer asked me six months ago to if I was subscribed on YouTube, which I went and took all my channels and subscribed on YouTube and it was like, he was in the hundreds, like 150 subscribers or something. Now all of a sudden he's pushing 5,000, just like my obscure Mike's channel. And his videos are doing better than mine because, you know, there's more people that want to, more people that want to hear good football content than shit about microphones. So, but I, I'm nothing but proud of what he's done. He has stuck with it. He has done what I wanted to do. I didn't stick with it. I kind of bailed. Bauer and that team are sticking with it and it looks like good things are, are happening and our big things could be happening. So I'm super pumped about that. Um, but, but I still have my own stuff that I'm trying to make happen and, and push somewhere. And I feel like I am 15% of the way, which is not a big number, but I'm 15% of the way to creative freedom to like not having a nine to five and just creating content on YouTube and podcasts. And I think I'm 15% of the way there. If I had to put a number on it, 20% at max. So my growth still needs to be five to six times more. I need to find a way to multiply what's going on now, the income that's coming in five to six times more. And I could go into this full time, which I could pump out content every day podcasts, videos, whole nine yards. And I would, because I enjoy just about everything I, I produce and put out. But, you know, part of that I think has to be the back row show. Like there's still a following out of all my podcasts. The download numbers are still the best on this. So even though I'm talking about nothing related to what this used to be, you guys are still listening. And if you're hearing this right now, thank you, because that that's encouraging to me. That means that, uh, it's not, 
just fantasy football that people wanted to hear. It was me or me and the guys or, you know, there, there's value there. So I feel like you guys have proven to me that there's still value with this show. So I kind of want to try to capitalize on that value for all of us and, and get arms back in the studio and get some of these guys back in and out and talking about stuff that is, uh, that is fun and makes us happy. So that is hopefully the direction that things are going. Hopefully, uh, if you would like to help me out in those endeavors, by all means, give me a, a subscribe at obscure mics. I would appreciate that a ton, especially where I'm just a, a handful away from 5,000. And I, I, I think as soon as I hit 5,000, the algorithm's going to place me a little higher than what I've been in the suggestion column. So I think once I hit five, I think the rolling towards 10 will be quicker than it was from a thousand to 5,000. I also do stuck in my generation. That's a podcast. Um, but it's also a YouTube channel. That's where the reaction videos reside is stuck in my generation. They used to be called back row studios, but I felt a rebrand was needed there too. Feel a rebrands needed with a lot of stuff, not obscure mics, but everything else, you know, needs a little rebranding, needs a little refreshing, needs a little more put into it. Like technically I got four podcasts and three YouTube channels, obscure tech being the other one that's in the hundreds right now. It's like 112 subscribers, nothing crazy. Haven't really had time to, to push that one a whole lot, but talking about it on this podcast reminded me. I've got a little device that I, that I want to put on that channel and I might do that today. So, yeah. So if you want to help support, you know, you guys still support by listing and I appreciate the hell out of it because this podcast is monetized. So that's a little chunk of what's helping me get to where I want to be as far as a, you know, self-sufficient independent creator of audio and entertainment. And who knows that could lead to, uh, you know, Logan Paul, areas and I could be in uh, the WWE who knows I'm just fat enough that it might work some of those guys are just heavy set and not muscular so that's something to think about too me in the WWE or the AEW I'm better looking than John Moxley for sure like yeah I could pull that off I think all right well I just wanted to ramble a little bit let you guys know that hopefully there's more content coming out of this channel. Hopefully I can get arms in the studio. I mean, shit, we'll, we'll do reaction videos and I'll post them here. I, I'll post the audio here, whatever we do, whatever I can get any of the guys to do with me, we'll put it on the back row show. It'll be very open-ended and whatever happens happens and it'll come here and it'll probably be entertaining. That being said, if you would like to have a conversation with me about anything, uh, let me know. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Mike's Obscure or shoot me an email, bark at obscuremikes.com, uh, barkbackrow at gmail.com, whatever you want to do, however you want to get a hold of me. If you want to do a podcast, reach, you know, not a long running, but an episode, you want to do something uh, recorded and, and published on the Back Row Show podcast, definitely reach out to me because right now I just have the need to create. So I'm not going to be super picky about what it is that we talk about. Or if you have an idea, hit me up. We'll, we'll figure something out. If you're someone I know that just needs a microphone, I'll be happy to provide a microphone. I've got tons of microphones because obscure mics keeps getting sent, which is me 
Uh, I get sent product all the time and it, I cannot sell it fast enough. It's accumulating, it's piling up. So if you've ever wanted to get into podcasting or anything like that, now would be a great time to reach out and uh, maybe we could do something as far as getting you a piece of gear so we can do an episode and having a good time. I'll see you guys next time on the next episode. I have no idea what it'll be, but I definitely felt like talking about the future of this podcast and the past of this podcast because of fond memories, fond, fond memories for sure. And I'd like to create some more. I'll see you guys next time. Mike Rowe here with a radical idea. If you want to see more companies make more things in this country, buy more things from more companies who make things in this country. I refer in this case to the incredible t-shirts, sweatshirts, blue jeans, and more made by my friends at American Giant. Everything American Giant makes is made in the United States. And right now, you can take 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com slash Mike. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike.